Saka please. Hello and welcome to the 55th episode of Busy Nation Dhando Takko Rokro. This is Ritika with my friend Abhishek. Hello everyone and Ritika you've been having a very good time. I saw Facebook pictures of chart you going to Gold Coast some time back. So it's been a good Easter yeah, weekend a, for someone. Yeah, in- it's a long Easter weekend in Australia. So it's a five day weekend. Almost everyone goes out on vacations and you have to do the booking for the vacation at least Five six months in advance, if you want a good rate. Otherwise, you end up paying really a lot because everyone goes on vacation oh, during right. those days. Tell me one good thing, interesting thing that an Indian would want to know from your travels to Gold Coast and Cairns. Gold Coast is just like you know Australia's answer to Florida and US and Orlando and Miami Beach there. So it's the area where you have the beaches. Like the area we stayed was called as a surfers paradise, and I don't know if many people know it, but Aussies are crazy about surfing. Ah uh, yes. Three-year-old, four-year-old, <laughs> to fifty-year-old, everyone goes to surf. India's answer to those places is a beach called Palolem Beach in Goa. which uh, i had been to some days back and it's it was not discovered until about 5 years ago but now you know you have mm. a few indians there also lots of aussies lots of americans and people from the united kingdom they have come down there especially because long eastern weekend and also the royal wedding that's some 11 days off people took those 3 days in the middle off mm. and then they just flew down to india talking about royal wedding let's talk about the royal wedding though it has got nothing to do with <laughs> business but you know i read a very interesting article on live mint it was by it was a statement by an economist andrew oswald and he said that a happy marriage is the equivalent of 70000 pounds which is almost like 52 lakh rupees of annual income in terms of happiness generated now i don't know how do these economists actually calculate that amount that it, it it's worth this much of you know money generated but yeah. many communities even if like they do not have food to eat these days or i think since olden days probably they'll always save for a grand wedding and i guess the britain's taxpayers were also yeah. not very different they were ready to pay for the grand wedding expenses even though the economic condition of britain is not that rosy the english media is very tongue in cheek about these things right mm-hmm. when lots of money is spent so there are there is this telegraph which said that 35 million dollars was spent just for extra policing and the overtime mm-hmm. that was done by by the ones who had to control the security out there and and of course then there is this long weekend where people turned in sick after of easter course. and between forget that forget about companies or the government declaring a bank holiday there people working in companies like mm-hmm. jp morgan handling clients in the uk were also that, given an off in india so no productive basically it wasn't very productive <laughs> from the economic perspective is what people that's are that's true in fact i heard the same about tech mahindra also which is also um, UK based company ah, yes. and they had a holiday on that day. I think in India the broadcasters of the wedding was TLC which is a part of Discovery's network and they benefited from mm-hmm. you know big brands like Ponds, Nestle, Tanish, Pepsi, Make My Trip who were fighting for the ad spots and they got very good rates on that. China, China is doing pretty well. You know the the engagement ring with <laughs> yes. millions of uh, fake engagement rings already have been sold <laughs> <On eBay>. and <laughs> Yeah, and in fact, if you see many of India's um, entertainment channels, 
they have a lot of reality shows based on wedding these days and there was one on ndtv right. imagine it seems the last one which was called as shaadi 3 crore ki okay and i'm surprised with the amount of information that you have about indian channels sitting out there in australia yeah i just see one article you know and i just you know blabber everything from that. <laughs> so yeah. yeah but good bit of trivia and yeah. coming back to some of business the ones wondering if yes. we did want to talk nation. about yeah this is yeah exactly this is a busy nation so the biggest news this week was that of kv kamath being on being what was is he the chairman now he is um um nam 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 brilliant so he he's he's <laughs> he's a different kind of chairman <laughs> no i think he is the chairman uh, he is he has been one moment please he is the chairman he is the chairman he is the chairman, chairman. Yeah. chairman yes yeah by the way this is kv kamath's only second job all his life is spent at icicf and he turned around the company and then in 2009 he quit and now he is up there after narayan murthy narayan murthy quit as a chief mentor or the non executive chairman uh, before this mm. and now it's uh, kv kamath that's true kv kamath was an independent director of infosys on the infosys board of directors before and he's also a non executive chairman for the icici bank and narayan murthy still remains the chairman um, emeritus or would you call as the chief mentor for life yes <laughs> for infosys and there are so many business titles like in in the last 30 seconds we've spoken about non executive chairman <laughs> non executive chairman is somebody who's generally not from the company unlike narayan murthy who was from the company so mm. the ceo generally reports to him and then you have chairman emeritus like you have a, a professor after his tenure he is given that title so he it's more like a counselor kind of role yes i think narayan murthy has run out of titles for himself he's been the ceo yes. he was the founder the co-founder then he was also the managing he was also the chairman i think as far as infosys is concerned he really does not need a title yeah. he would coexist with infosys always because it is the first time i think that an outsider has been named as a chairman and they're changing the name from infosys technologies limited to infosys limited so they are no more a tech company is yes. what they are saying much like apple computers did yes about 10 years ago so it's apple inc apple inc also it's interesting i we did not cover this news in busination but a few days back even mohandas pai hmm. who was a prominent personality in infosys and he was like nandan nilekani he was known to everyone he was like the front face of infosys in many ways he joined infosys in 1994 and there's a very interesting story of how he joined infosys he used to actually work for a very small company and he once went to the infosys agm annual general meeting with his friend and there he asked so many questions that narayan murthy was really impressed by his questions and he asked nandan nilekani to talk to that guy who was asking so many questions and then nandan nilekani had a chat with him and offered him a job which he accepted and that's how he came to infosys yeah poking your nose too much also helps sometimes exactly <laughs> two two outcomes to this either you will get recruited or you'll be thrown out from that meeting so you yes. will have to you need to have the courage to face both yeah but he's been uh, in the news not for his exploits but uh, there is a lot of speculation as to did he resign was he asked to leave because he's he he was the hr head or the hr director and about i think there was an attrition rate of 17 to 20% in the last two years 
and he himself has mm. said in an interview that 5400 people from infosys left in the first quarter 4300 in the second and 3300 in the third so he said that it's reducing over time but if 13 14000 leave uh, and that constitutes 20% then it's a it's a big number and secondly he didn't have enough sales experience which nandan nilekani gopalakrishnan everybody did you had to go to the us markets and sell which is a tough gig to pull off coming back to kamat he did you know that he was part of the panel which actually went on to choose himself oh really yes. <laughs> yeah he was on the board of directors he, right? he was so. not only on the board of directors but he was part of the panel which was to choose the successor so he quietly okay. recused himself later on that there was kamat there was one deepak satwalekar and jeffrey lehman mm-hmm. so there were three guys and mm-hmm. midway they reckoned that boy kamat you could do it i mean you can't choose yourself so just quietly excuse yourself from the process and in the end uh, they chose him and i think there are a lot of similarities if you go to see between nandan sorry between murthy and kamat see generally kamat has never been in a controversy he has been in the yes. news for you know also reconciling the biggest challenge that of ambani brothers the, of the division mm-hmm. of the two businesses of anil and mukesh yes. ambani very in a in a manner that you know if you've seen godfather he did the role of tom hager mm. so it wasn't a big surprise so nobody is saying why him so basically narayan murthy wanted to bring someone just like him and he saw that person in kv kamat yeah and it wasn't see i think the appointment of uh, the new indian coach for the cricket team duncan fletcher is having is is getting more news than this appointment because he's completely opposite to gary kirsten so here it was after murthy he is quite like him now trust abhishek to bring cricket into almost everything <laughs> and then he just leaves me speechless because i have no clue about what he is talking so duncan fletcher you know is a is an uncle of 62 years old i have read yeah. i have read i have read about him yes. but i can't go into further analysis of how good or how opposite he is of gary we just did that so. in the previous episode with akhilesh on businessation which will be released has been released <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that go listen to that one you know yeah. more about duncan fletcher two guys recording businessation is really dangerous i think i should be more regular you should be yeah. <laughs> coming, back to, coming back to this one, there is an interesting interview that uh, Murthy had given long time back about how lonely is it to be on the top. Uh, in, I think yeah, you were there. You were part of that audience when we were in college. Uh, we had gone to NTPA mm-hmm. where Pranay Roy had interviewed Narayan Murthy, where he asked him how lonely is it up there, and uh, Murthy answered that you know one of those very well documented deals that did not go through with GE it was a big hotel where there were like there was Patni there was Infosys there was TCS everybody bidding for that particular deal and then Fanish Murthy who is currently the CEO of iGate which purchased Patni mm. sometime back so he was a sales head so he had got the deal that far and Murthy just had to say yes or no and he said no because GE was trying to squeeze them a bit too much so on their way back in the car there was Nandan Nilegani there was uh, Fanish Murthy was very disappointed and angry at Narayan Murthy who was also in the car and then Fanish you know he blasted Murthy and said why did you do this my 6 months of hard earned work just went down the water because you didn't accept i mean he didn't divulge what happened in the car but he said there are sometimes i have to take certain decisions where i don't have anybody to look towards for counseling although i was a co-founder i was the the guy who had to take that call so they were squeezing a bit too much so for short term profits i did not want to go in and say yes too much dependence on one client at the end doesn't bode well so those are the kind of things that kv kamath will have to do an outsider yeah as they say with great power comes great yeah. responsibility superman. so yes that, that that came from superman 
the comic <laughs> yeah yeah i know and, and you know incidentally people are not very happy with superman comics there are articles being written about superman tr- wanting to leave the country <laughs> wanting to leave the country and editors are actually writing we are unhappy with superman's decision and superman incidentally said that i am against uh, the bombing in libya and the pro violence stance yeah people have got all sort of stuff to keep themselves busy don't yes. they <laughs> yeah i have got my new htc android phone so i get all these news on this so i just am humoring myself yeah he's just showing off now listeners he's just showing off that he's got a so new is htc garib, design garib's first touch phone please don't say that and it's, <laughs> for for all these years i have lost a few phones but none of them has been more than 5000 rupees or 7000 rupees this is a a big one and i think come on who are you kidding you've bought an iphone which will cost 36000 rupees in india so you are flourishing sitting in Amer- in in australia so don't don't poke me yeah but in australia it's every other person that i see while i'm traveling mm-hmm. has an iphone yeah but how does it work it, you don't have to pay for the device right you 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 are telling me that it comes with the contract so you don't have to pay 36000 equivalent australian dollars to get that iphone it's almost like you pay it in installments for in the next 24 months so you sign a two year contract right. and then every month you have to pay a fixed amount of course you get calls worth that amount so yeah. it's almost the same thing but it just no, gets not divided the same for the Please. next two not years no <laughs> so it's not the same thing you know you don't have to pay that down payment of the huge amount in one go and if you yeah, but it, it, it's really if, if you get stuck in that contract i mean with a phone right. that you know suddenly stops working after 2 months or 3 months and if there is any problem then then you're caught because you cannot do anything and there are many people who actually don't want to take those contracts because they've got bad experiences i've got a bad experience because my last phone i mean after 1 year it was hardly usable and i was stuck with a 2 year contract and mm-hmm. if i try to get out of the contract before 2 years i have to pay the entire remaining amount of the contract so i thought consumer forums were strong out there you could have exchanged that phone and you could have no, probably made some noise the phone had a one year warranty but the contract was for 2 <laughs> years so you can call me stupid but that's how it how the contract yeah. was and i think we have digressed enough and this has been a podcast of digression so let's come back to our last topic and that's the air india strike mm. and i think as we are recording this episode air india has entered the fifth day of the strike and the pilots are now ready to even court arrest but not end the strike and it has become a national embarrassment with the flyers obviously being on the receiving end that's okay we've got many pilots without licenses who've been flying those things at 35000 feet you must have read right about all the news that yes. so yeah we'll we'll find a few of those to fill in the gaps there are a few people <laughs> and we covered this this on indicas there, there are a few who have been doing this for 17 years without yes. being caught but it's unfortunate some 1600 pilots on strike is a big number and more than 150 yeah. flights of air india have been just grounded for the past fifth day we are saying five days yes it normally operates around 320 flights a day and is now operating 50 flights a day and is, is it has already lost i think around 78 crores of rupees in fact in the first half of the fiscal year 2011 it was running at a loss of rupees 19 crore per day oh. per day <laughs> so it seems that the shutdown that they have now for a few days would actually probably help air india you know because they would not be running all their flights and yeah. save some money indigo would be dancing in the aisles yes 
it's interesting that when the strike started the demand was mainly for increase in salary for the pilots but now the members of the icpa which is i think the indian commercial pilot association they have sought a probe by cbi into corruption by air india stock management the air india top management and government has in fact refused to speak with the pilots and the delhi high court has also asked the pilots to end the strike and in fact has initiated a contempt of court against a few of their leaders in fact air india has set up a, a 24 hour control center which is called as the war room to <laughs> monitor the situation and they've also started this boeing 747 planes which are known as jumbo mm-hmm. on the mumbai delhi route to accommodate you know all the stranded passengers another sad day for a government run company in india a public sector <laughs> undertaking when all i think kingfisher vijay malaya was not happy with the subsidies or with the support that uh, air india and indian airlines have got over the past 6 months because they've dropped their fares by 1000 rupees because of the uh, government help that they are getting so suddenly crude prices have increased number 1 yet air india and indian airlines have not increased their prices in fact they've dropped them by 1000 rupees per ticket for domestic fares so someone like a yes. malaya who owns a kingfisher wasn't happy saying that you know they are rewarding underperformance uh, that's what he he told the current who is the current minister aviation minister after praful patel was he praful is he praful patel no ha huh, praful patel na abhi wo nahi hai civil aviation minister vayala ravi the somebody else yeah so yeah so it's the new minister new aviation minister vayala ravi for rewarding such <laughs> and the new aviation minister va vaila ravi i am laughing because of the time you take to take his name i know because i'm reading it out is the first time so what was i saying here the new aviation minister vaya vaila okay the new so sorry myself yeah move on one second So he went to the new aviation minister after Praful Patel, who is Mr. Ravi. <laughs> oh boy! Okay, last time. So obviously, someone like Vijay Malaya was not happy, who is already bleeding some five thousand crore rupees that he owes to different banks for running his airlines. So he went to the aviation minister, the new. aviation minister <laughs> hang on the new aviation minister walaya ravi who's after praful patel and he said that you know you are un- rewarding under performance <laughs> we got that don't worry we, we have it so okay so that's that from the aviation front i guess it's time to wrap up ritika no wait i have more on that you are just laughing so we can continue <laughs> yeah okay you know accusations are flying that air india was forced to buy the boeing planes in 2006 mm-hmm. and a recent report of the government's auditor the cag the comptroller and auditor general of india has criticized the decision taken by a group of ministers which we called as the gom and uh, the decision was to buy 50 aircrafts from boeing company in 2006 when already air india was you know, facing a lot of losses and it was running under capacity at that time mm. and the chairman of this gom was p chitambaram and you know usually the orders are broken into firm and options 
like initially the order was for 35 firm orders and 15 options so like you you will definitely order 35 aircrafts but then 15 would be optional so it mm. gives a benefit to the buyer and he'll place an order only when required but then mm. when the group of ministers took a decision it was converted to 50 firm orders mm-hmm. so it then went in the favor of the seller so you have to buy 50 aircrafts and somehow it does look like a scam because why would a airline running below its capacity <laughs> order such a huge amount of fleet of aircrafts so ashok jadhav who is the ceo of air india he has a huge task ahead of him now we'll see if we can bring you some more news from air india or indian airlines because for the last 2 years we've only talked about losses or crude oil price increases or people complaining about their lack of service etc so I guess time to wrap it up this episode we've it's been all over the place right from royal wedding to indian coaches to htc android yes that's about it from this episode of businessation dando takko rokro go log on to theindicast.com and leave your comments there and don't forget to recommend certain applications apps for iphone and android if you are using them ritika see you next time <laughs> bye bye <Bye-bye. laughs>